0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: All right, welcome to a Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Coming up on the show, I'm going to talk about the conversion therapy ban, the potential lawsuit by a group called Will or the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, potential lawsuit against Lacrosse's, the city of Lacrosse's conversion therapy ban. Um, after that, we could take phone calls. we could talk about that. we could talk about some other things I did I did kind of want to talk about the not the wafer building I have too many tabs open. Uh, There's some some art on the new wafer building during renovations that that might be gone as they they renovate, but um, if you wanted to talk about that'd be fine. but uh, the school referendum. I think uh, some of the things we have uh, open house, so to speak, or a public comment tonight at Longfellow, 6.30 p.m., if anyone wants to go down there and ask questions and get some information and, and check out the plan of the $194.7 million referendum that's going on the November ballot to consolidate the high school. Go check it out. But uh, And it's something that I've had Dr. Aaron Engel, I've had uh, the school board president, and I've had the teachers' union president on all the talk. And we hit on it you know, to some degree, especially with Engel, obviously. Um, but but he did have some... There was some conversation last night, virtually, about, I guess, busing and about sports. So, man, if we can go... If we want to talk about sports and school consolidation, talk about it all day. But, uh, yeah, that was just... I, I thought some of that stuff was interesting. So... If we uh, we want to talk about that coming up later in the show, we can 608-785-7914. Uh, just recorded a podcast with William Garcia, the Democratic Party chair here in Lacrosse County on Joe Biden's plan to cancel $10,000 of student loan debt for people earning 100, under $125,000 and then for families or couples earning under $250,000. So they would have. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like, what if I'm married and both of us have student loan debt? Do we both get ten thousand dollars? One of the questions I didn't ask him. That would be. I would. I. I'm kind of wonder. Do is it then twenty thousand dollars because we each get ten thousand dollars because we or do we only each of us do we do we combine? So combine, we get ten thousand dollars. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, it, it's funny to, to see all the, the hoopla around like whether or not we should do this. It's, it, it makes it makes some sense for some, it's, it's not enough for others, it's too much and too much might be even $1 for student loan debt, but then uh, the arguments are, are almost endless in whether or not to do it. And that's the, the conversation we could have uh, here towards the bottom half of the hour. But uh, before we get there, I, I, do, I will. We, we are going to talk about this conversion therapy ban. Um, the city is trying to do. I think they're, it's in a holding pattern. I think I'll have Brad come in here too, as well, and, and just kind of, because he's been to all these, these meetings and some of the protests. So uh, he's just been experiencing that. I think Joe's calling in. Joe, you're on the air. Go ahead.
2: Well, here's my thought on the student loan debt. You know, my wife and I, when we got finished up with school, we put everything towards our debt because we knew it was our responsibility and we had to get it paid off. Otherwise, we'd just waste money and interest. So after we threw all of our money at both of our college loans, we got them paid off in a timely manner. Well, then she was diagnosed with cancer, which really wiped our money out for the next, you know, few years, all of our savings and everything. And then to hear, you know, the current president, just doing gimmicks in order to get reelected, you know, in order not to lose power in Congress, it just makes me so angry, you know. We worked our butts off because we knew we took out those loans and it was our responsibility. And to have everybody else just being okay with, with me paying off their loans, when we've had cancer and everything else in our lives, I don't owe you a penny. Pay off your own loans.
1: Uh, Joe, I, I, would, I would say that, uh, you're in a boat where a lot of people are in the same boat where we believe that you shouldn't have to pay off cancer debt. Like, that shouldn't be a thing.
2: That's great, but that's not what, That's not reality.
1: Right, but who's trying to push that reality where we don't uh, make money off of people having cancer?
2: Well, it's the two wrongs don't make a right, and I know you're pushing that we shouldn't have to pay for cancer, but... I also shouldn't have to pay for someone's voluntary loan they took out
1: right they're the, the two completely different things but but well, who's trying who's pushing for both of I'm those paying things for both exactly and I'm
2: very mad about it and I can't wait to vote every single Democrat out office.
1: but 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 you but do you believe that we shouldn't be paying for for capitalism health care
2: I believe that that the way that we pay health care is not I don't know the answers because I'm not privy to all the uh, charges and the ways of doing it, but I do believe it is a hundred percent broken. Yes,
1: right. All right. Thanks for thanks for the call. I'm, I, it sucks that you you had to go through that, and it sucks that the the timeline of those things happen. But also, you know, if if <laughs> the the case would be that uh, if a certain group of people in power i wouldn't even say the democrats but a certain group wants to just have universal health care uh something something we could also talk about and i know some of you are calling y'all gonna have to hold because i gotta get to brad doing the news and then i'm gonna bring on uh the head lawyer from will here just in a couple of minutes to talk about lacrosse's conversion therapy ban and and they're potentially suing the city over it we'll be back All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608 785 7914 is the talking text line. I'm supposed to talk to the lawyer from the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, otherwise known as at Will, and they're threatening to sue the city of Lacrosse over its potential conversion therapy ban. So we have a potential lawsuit and a potential conversion therapy ban. And, uh, his his number goes straight to voicemail. Although he did text me a couple of minutes ago and said, "Hey, five fifteen, right?" And yeah, so it's five fifteen. So he's not he's not answering and he's not calling. So I don't know what the deal is. But yeah, the the city the the ordinance has been changed a couple of times in the city of La Crosse to essentially ban the conversion therapy. I think to, towards minors, and uh, it's been it's been kind of Hashed out in courts before that uh, this is this is harmful to minors. But all right, here I think he's calling now. Hey, Rick, are, is this you? <laughs> yeah,
3: this is me. All right, I thought you were gonna call me. I'm sorry.
1: I I called you multiple times. It goes straight to voicemail. Uh, I
3: don't
1: know what's going on. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me uh, either. Rick, is it Essenberg? Yes. All right. Rick Essenberg, he's the president and general counsel at Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, otherwise known as Will. Um, yeah, Rick, this will be the first time I've kind of had to have a conversation with a lawyer about a potential lawsuit. Uh, so so it's new to me, but um, I, I guess how, how was this brought to you? How was this uh, potential case brought to you, uh, the, the city being uh, sued potentially for its ban on conversion therapy?
3: Well, you know, I mean, we became aware of what was happening. We, were, we became aware that there were people who were concerned about the impact this would have. Uh, you, know, you can't be misled by the the idea that what the city is, you know, trying to uh, ban something, you know, scary called conversion therapy. If you if you look at the uh, ordinances, what's originally drafted... Um, it, it it goes beyond you know something which attempts to coercively or forcefully uh, you know cause someone to you know change uh, the, the you know the feelings that they have. We wouldn't be in favor of that. Uh, we wouldn't be in favor of allowing people to do that. But, but the, the problem here is that um, the, the ordinance is written really bans counseling. Uh, counseling to people who are, are you know, are feeling gender confusion, they're feeling gender dysphoria, and maybe they want to talk to somebody and 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 you know, talk about whether this is the direction in which they really want to go or not. And because the the city is uh, flirting with this very very broad definition of what constitutes conversion therapy, which is basically, you know, would include, you know, what is often called watchful waiting, where you know, you somebody feels like you know, they have a different gender identity, and instead of just jumping into that, you talk it through, you find out whether that's really the direction in which you want to go, that the, the city's ordinance would would affect that and would affect it not only with, you know, paid secular counselors, but also, you know, you know, people who are coming at this from a religious perspective, and all of this would violate the First Amendment. And it violates the First Amendment, whether or not they find it, or whether or not they want to refer them, uh, you know, via some kind of a complaint system uh, to state authorities. Um, this is really a, I, I think something would be better for the city to, to, to leave alone. This is something that is between, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a patient and a counselor or a congregation member and a pastor. This is not something for the government to become involved
1: in. We're speaking with President General Counsel Rick Essenberg at the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty on the potential lawsuit to, for at the city of La Crosse for their potential law to ban conversion therapy. Brad Williams from Wisdom is in here. Brad's been covering the 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 kind of the I guess the the path that the city has taken. How many times have we rewritten the law, Brad?
4: The uh, law, actually, uh, the, the ordinance that's been proposed in La Crosse has not been around that long. It was earlier this summer, back in June, the city council uh, kind of passed it without much public comment. And that's what uh, generally brought the people out to the uh, outside of city hall to protest uh, shortly afterward. But it, it sort of came up, people might say, by surprise. Is, is the perception, and then it was already passed and people found out about it. There was a rally outside of City Hall where they were trying to get Mayor Reynolds to veto the measure, uh, as he had told them he had already signed it the day before.
1: But the so, mayor the mayor but, signed it, but then the law hasn't been enacted. The law has right?
4: not been enacted because the following month in July there was enough discussion of it that the, uh, the council made the decision to, we're going to put it off for 60 days and see what happens.
1: And it's been well, amended.
4: So... And there is an amendment that is, is coming. Yeah, it's, it's a been amended times. twice. There are two amendments. So and so that's what's going to come up at committee next week, and then again, uh, presumably before the full council, the second week of
1: September. Rick, if they keep amending the the law, does does your lawsuit change or does your lawsuit go away well, if they amend it to a certain? Law- extent? Yeah,
3: I mean, we don't have a lawsuit. We we, we sent them a letter um, expressing our concern about the direction in which they were going. Um, that may have prompted uh, some of the reconsideration that we see now uh, you know whether there's a lawsuit or not I think it will really depend upon uh, where the city comes down and you know there, there's a lot of different uh, ideas that you know we, we've, we've, we've heard batted about uh, including you know uh, you know maybe they won't the city won't take action but uh, they'll refer somebody who uh, they believe is, uh, you know engaged in this uh, type of counseling to a uh, uh, to dispatch, to a state agency that uh governs uh, the licensing of certain professions and that's not a particularly good solution either because that treats somebody differently based on the content of their speech but uh you know i i think that it, it's certainly the case that uh Whatever we decide to do will depend upon what the city, uh, at the end of the day, decides
1: to do. Now we've seen conversion therapy bans in states. I think Minnesota, the governor there, signed an executive order to ban conversion therapy. Um, the and the Supreme Court has ruled on conversion therapy. So what's the difference between something like that? Uh, you know that those bans being enabled in, in the city of La Crosse is having a potential lawsuit. Well,
3: in all of these situations.
1: All right, sounds like we sounds like we lost Rick. Uh, sounds like he's driving, Brad. He so, might be. Yeah. Um all right. So, yeah, that that was my, you know, like to, like to get the answer there, the the difference between and the, the city amends this to to a degree. Um but when you say this the city hasn't had any public or much public comment. It did go through committee. It it went through the channels that it usually. It looked.
4: it usually w- would go through channels, and uh, that's, uh, which. Well, did it did go that, through it, the regular you know, channels? See, now I'm trying to recall. Is that uh, before the ju- the June meeting, I didn't notice a whole lot of. Uh, well, I I had some other uh, activities going on during June, so I didn't get to all the meetings.
1: But it went through committee.
4: It, the, the idea is usually that it goes through committee, and it has to pass through committee to get to the city council, and the city council then passes it. And so, that's
1: that's what so it did? So I,
4: I am pretty sure that is what happened. It's, it just, uh, knowing what's going on in the, the talk in the city, there wasn't a whole lot of public talk about it before it passed, and then that's when the uh, demonstrations began is that people became aware of it mainly after it passed the city council in june
1: all right rick i asked my question rick we got rick essenberg back uh rick i asked the question we didn't get to hear your answer because you lost service are you there
3: i'm here can you hear me
1: yeah we can hear you fine we just never got to hear your answer on just you know the differences between maybe uh other places enacting conversion therapy bans versus the city of lacrosse's and and why you would have the potential lawsuit
3: well, I think that you have, to, um, you have to define conversion therapy. Now, you know, if you're, if you're talking about giving somebody medication, if you're talking about some type of physical process, that's one thing. If you're talking about counseling, if you talk about talking to people, then the First Amendment of the Constitution comes into play. And, you know, there is this view with respect to, you know, people who are experiencing confusion over gender, that what you need to do is you have to have what is called watchful waiting, and you, you, need to, you need to talk through these problems, talk through these feelings, and see where somebody really is at and what the long-term uh, uh, feelings are going to be. Because most of the time, uh, uh, children in particular, they have these feelings of gender dysphoria. They go away. They don't persist. So having the ability to, uh, to have counseling and to work through these things with, with, with kids in particular is very important
1: all right i appreciate you coming on with this rick uh thanks a lot thanks rick okay so I, I can't i can't keep having a conversation with somebody who doesn't have cell phone cell phone service um so for whatever reason that that's going to be um yeah the the you know and talking with this with some other people the so he's saying counseling essentially if, if somebody is, is if, a, if a minor because this is about minors, if a minor is confused right. about where yeah. uh, where or what or how they're they're feeling in terms of their gender or, you know, they're first of all, it's minors So like it, it, this is a large age group, but but also like we've we've seen courts already fight this and say that if you want to make this like a free speech matter but it, we can't be condoning harmful speech as well so free right. speech doesn't condone harmful speech so we've seen the court's rule on this already so it'll be it'll be interesting if the city just goes forward with this because this is a threat to the city right we're threatening a lawsuit don't do it and the city is going to whether you know we'll see the city council rule on uh, on this in committee and in, in the meeting now next That's month. what
4: will come up next week is uh, again the reconsideration of this with the amendments uh but Much of the discussion by the uh, local people who have objected to this, this not referendum, but resolution that was passed by the city, is that this is taking away their choice of how they want to raise their kids. Right. By having the city say, well, you can't do this sort of thing. And they say, but we want to if we think it's necessary.
1: Well, and this is the fine line because, uh, you know, we've seen (laughs) in sports, I've seen this, uh, you know, disciplining your kids and hitting your kids and how, how we discipline our kids and, and and, you know, your kid did something wrong. We're going to discipline them this way. That's physical harm. Well, there's also a mental psychological harm in doing uh, certain things to your kid in in ways you're, you're talking to them or, or sending them to counseling. And, and it sounds, it sounds funny or peculiar, I guess. Uh, Oh, you're, this isn't this isn't physical harm we're just talking you know like but the, there there are long lasting effects to the to this
4: and this is uh, one of those unusual because the discussion i think of this has changed over the years because uh, the, the way i perceive it is that some of the concern about conversion therapy is uh, as rick esenberg was uh, saying that uh, he the discussion is is in this a passing phase for a lot of people is that they may decide well they're questioning the sexual preference or their gender, and then, then in many cases it passes, and uh, we we have a, a train of thought now among many people that if a person believes they're gay or they're transgender, well, that's what they are, and don't question them. So that that comes into it as well.
1: When the when the city passed this back in June, and went through committee, it went through the council meeting, it got passed, the mayor signed it. Then there were protests. Have you, in your experience, had anything where the mayor signs a resolution into law? Is it law? I don't even know well, if the ordinance. word law. Yeah, signs an ordinance like that, and and then re- essentially renegs on it and goes, "Oh, you know what? We need to talk about this a little bit more."
4: Well, uh, nothing comes to mind at the moment, but uh, it, it very often happens that uh, things are reconsidered or put off, or you know, I've hit, fights can go on for years. We spent years. Uh, Debating over whether there should be a a highway through the marsh. And that finally was put to rest by the state of Wisconsin a year or two ago.
1: Yeah, that was a 20 year fight, right?
4: 25 years we were talking about that.
1: Right. Um, I I just think it's probably unique in that we had the thing signed and then there were protests. And then the city council brought it back into meeting and and decided not to enact it, right? Well,
4: that's not, I don't think that's so unusual. I think it's because there were protests that people said, hey, maybe we should take another look at this and possibly amend it once or twice. So I'm, I'm not surprised that this is coming back before the council after it was already passed and signed.
1: Now, when we say protest, was there a protest?
4: There was or... a protest outside of City Hall.
1: Okay, do you remember how many people were there?
4: There were uh, a couple dozen people, Okay. as I recall. Couple but dozen. that's that's uh, the one specific demonstration that I'm aware of that was at City Hall. There certainly has been... More discussion uh, around the community and social media as well.
1: So. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's Brad Williams. He's got to go do the news, so I'll let him go. Uh, we'll take your calls and texts after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608 785 is the talk and text line. Try to have a conversation with Rick Essenberg, the uh, president and General Counsel at the Wisconsin Institute in Law and Liberty um, but first he didn't call and then his phone didn't work and yeah so so there's that dilemma but we were talking about the city's potential banning of conversion therapy and um, it being the the ordinance I guess being amended a couple of times so that a lawsuit even if there is a lawsuit doesn't overturn what the city council would like to do in terms of minors and conversion therapy. Eric from Sparta has been waiting on hold. Eric, go ahead, you're on the air.
5: Thank you so much for taking my communique, Rick. Um, Please, in the future, can you refer to me as Eric the Deplorable? I would appreciate it. Will you grant me that?
1: You want to be called Eric the Deplorable?
5: Absolutely. Why? At Eric the Deplorable, I want to be known of that from now
1: on. I could just call you Eric, and then you, nobody knows you're from Sparta.
5: No, you could. I'm Eric the Deplorable from Sparta. Any way <laughs> you want to do it, Rick, will you grab me that exemption, please? I,
1: I'll try to remember Mr. Deplorable.
5: Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, regarding this uh, conversion therapy that's going on here and all, the parents have any rights to control their children's life rather than the city telling them or the government telling them that they must comply. If their parents don't like the way they're, that what they're taught this crap in school, and everything else, do they have any rights at all? Compared to this, do they have any constitutional rights? Raise their children the way they see fit, or should they just comply? Can you tell me that?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think that's part of the lawsuit the the ability for First Amendment rights, but also the First Amendment doesn't grant you the ability to harm your children. And it gets dicey when it comes to mental and psychological health versus physical health because if you see a parent beating their kid because their kid's doing something the parent doesn't want them to do, what if a parent is beating their kid because the kid's gay? I'm going to beat the gay out of you. You're not going to be gay anymore because that's what we're talking about. It's conversion therapy. We're just talking about it psychologically, mentally instead of physically. So if a parent beats their kid because they're gay and hopes that beating them long enough will teach them not to be gay, do we have a problem with that? Now it's a lot harder to understand that when it comes to mental and psychological harm or not harm, whether whether or not it's harmful or not. But that's essentially essentially kind of the argument. Uh, Joe's back on. Joe, I'm sorry if you have to follow that up, and you don't want to talk about conversion therapy. It's a it's a hard thing to follow.
2: No, I do. I do. I, uh, you know, I was born into a Catholic family. I was raised Catholic. I am Catholic. Uh, I do not believe in conversion therapy. Um, I mean, I know that I don't judge other people. That's up to God to do. That's not my place. I do feel sorry for these people who are uh, homosexual and trying to find a place in the Church. I, I think it's ridiculous that the Catholic Church still te- teaches that, uh, you know, being gay is against God. Uh, you know, God created every single one of us. That's that's not for any of us to judge, God will handle that with the individual. Um, as far as conversion therapy, for all these parents who think their kid needs to go through that, do you think that someone could talk you out of being heterosexual? Could you go to therapy and, and stop being attracted to the gender that you're attracted to? You know, the same thing for your kid. So it's, it's ridiculous. It's barbaric. It has no place in the current church today and I wish Catholics would get their crap together on this.
1: All right, thanks. Uh, Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, Triple Tom's calling in. Triple Tom, go ahead, you're on the air.
6: Well, my question is, uh, and you you, uh, asked Eric some good questions, but I think we already have all kinds of uh, laws in place to protect children who are being abused at home or wherever they are. So my question is, uh, where does the city of lacrosse get any authority to start making rules about things like this I, I don't think they have any authority and i also don't think they have any place i think they should concentrate on uh doing taking care of the city of lacrosse and then just uh leave the families alone and these things will work out without a government intervention especially where and really rick i want to know where do they get the authority and i know you what you asked eric you you kind of said, well, what if they're being abused? Well, like I said, we have things to deal with abuse. So why is the City of La Crosse worried about this? Why are they making rules like this?
1: All right, thanks Thanks for the call. Yeah, the, the, we, we have we have rules, but those rules evolve, and this is an evolution of those rules uh, as we become more enlightened into the fact that people aren't always the same. Uh, we can go back to the phones, I think. Uh, caller, who is this?
5: This is Andy hey Andy
1: you're on the air go ahead Oh uh, I mean I was just listening to that last guy thing
2: saying who where does the government get the authority to protect children I mean I think that's pretty clear and obvious the government absolutely has the right to take care of children and care after their well-being in fact, we understand that when the when children are not with their parents they're essentially wardens of the state so that's where they get the authority guy
1: all right that it Andy yeah. All right, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Uh, just talking about the city's potential ban on conversion therapy and um, some people against it. I think uh, I think this always happens when, when things happen, is the people that are against the thing kind of show up a little bit better than the people that are for it. Because if you're for it, you'd be like, good job, city. Go ahead, do what you're going to do. Um, uh, we'll see. We see this with the school referendum as well. Uh, the city the the people that don't want the referendum are showing up because they have questions and the people that are good with the referendum aren't showing up to these public meetings i don't think in as as big as many numbers as the others because they're kind they're good with the plan i'm good with the plan so i'm not going to go and talk about the plan that i'm good with i'm i'm good I'm, I'm all right with it uh caller caller who is this
0: it's- Nate tonight. How's it going, Rick?
1: Hey, Nate, you're on the air. Are you laughing at me, or I don't know what you're laughing at? No,
0: I was, just, I was, <laughs> li- I was chuckling about uh, Eric the deplorable. But oh, anyway, yeah. uh, um, no, I wanted to just make a comment about the student loans, if that's
1: okay. Yeah, definitely. We talked about that earlier. Uh, Joe Biden made the announcement yesterday that families, uh, well, couples under two hundred, making under $250,000 and uh, people making under $125,000 will have $10,000 of their federal student loan debt forgiven. So go ahead.
0: Well, my point is, is that let's turn that on the on its face. Let's go the other way, uh, you know, and say, okay, now we don't have a million people in Washington DC protesting I can't pay my student loans. But I'm certain that somewhere along the line, the bankers, the lobbyists, the people that are financing the student loans are looking at this going, "How do I collect a $10,000 loan from somebody making $20 an hour?" I can't hire a $500 an hour lawyer to collect it, unless I want to spend thirty thousand dollars to get ten, so it really comes to my mind in the clear train of thought. Looking at it from the reverse side, you're really benefiting those institutions that have the money invested. They're going to get paid. So, you know, if I loan you twenty dollars, who worries about paying me? I mean, I worry more about getting it back. I mean, if you loan you loan a friend that lunch twenty dollars or something. Who's going to, you know, hey, buddy, can you pay me back? Oh, next week, next week. So, I mean, the thing is, it's very hard to get your money back from somebody if they don't have it. So, it really is honest. When I look at it, I say, no, you're not really benefiting the common people out there. Uh, the common people need the help, granted, but, and it's great, yeah, wonderful, blah, blah, blah. I'm not for it, but really, they're benefiting the institutions that have the money invested, they want their money back.
1: Alright, these are, so you're saying outside the federal government? Because these are government loans.
0: Well, they're government loans, but the money comes from someplace. You know, I mean, somewhere this money is coming from. So how does this, you know, where is this money? We, we borrow our money from somebody. So somebody wants their money back.
1: Right, but these are government well, federal, loans. So, you're just printing this is, it.
0: You know, I mean, they're just printing money, blah, blah, blah. These but, are, you know,
1: these are government loans, so they're it's taxpayer money.
0: Well, it's taxpayer money, but how do we get our money back? So, in other words, they're just going to write it off and not worry about trying to collect it. All
1: right, the uh, thing we was going to run in, run around in circles there. The, uh, you know, like whether or not you're you're saying that we're just going to print more money to forgive the ten thousand dollar loans. Maybe that's maybe that's where you're coming from. But um, the the plan is in place, and I think they <laughs> there's there's a there's a workaround to to paying off or not? I guess it's not even paying off. The loans are already there. We're just going to forgive them. So, um, how we pay for that is is always the question. But it's only the question when that money goes directly to people. That's never the question. How are we going to pay for it when we forgive the PPPP loans, PP, the three P loans, PPP loans? It was never a question in two thousand eight when we, we forgave forgave trillion a trillion over what is it one point seven five trillion to to the banks uh, for you know the the home crisis, I guess, but. Uh, now that it's going to to just you know people, now we now we're mad about it. Oh, military too. Like we never questioned. We really never question when we uh, raise the military budget by fifty billion dollars a year. It's at like eight hundred thirty-two billion dollars a year right now. Why don't we just take some of that and give it to um, people that need? Well, Joe talked about before medical debt. We could start. We could go there. Let's go medical debt next. But medical debt isn't necessarily a federal loan, so it's a little different. A little harder to do. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to La Talk PM, 608-785-7914. Appreciate everyone calling in. Libertarian guy said he did send the city council in regards to the conversion therapy ban. He did send the city council and the mayor, um, I guess, information about a two-hour conference sponsored by the National Association of Social Workers uh, just about the harmful effects that a conversion therapy conversion therapy has on, on children. Um, we also learned that Eric from Sparta wants to be called now either Eric the Deplorable or Eric the Deplorable from Sparta. Um, libertarian guy in in regards to more of that on a conversion therapy ban. He says, uh, yes, parents do have the right to seek unethical services that harm their children by going to another city that doesn't care as much. So if, if and when the City of La Crosse bans conversion therapy and you want to... Convert your child from gay. Then you'll have to go to another city to do it. I mean, it's just so ludicrous that this is a conversation. Um, Johnny texts in is the city also considering outlawing gender reassignment surgery for minors as well. Where does their jurisdiction end on these issues? Um, I don't, that's, that isn't part of the agenda at this point. I don't see. Um, the rug from Trump says he used. Oh, this is going to be in terms of uh, forgiving student loan debt. Uh, I used the GI Bill and had no student debt granted. I only went one year trade school uh, to MATC in Madison. So, um, yeah, we're seeing uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of different angles to take with the idea that we're going to forgive student loan debt. Candace Texan, I don't think giving people money is necessary the long term help in the student debt issue, what would be more beneficial is controlling the interest rate. The government makes a large chunk of money uh, off the interest of the federal loans. This payoff is just pulling wool over the eyes. So, yeah, I think maybe maybe the student loan debt forgiveness, the $10,000, maybe, maybe that 10000 is the start of some Broader conversation or broader legislation, I guess, to lower the interest rate on federal federal loans. How about we how about we make it like like the same as what banks banks get for interest rates? I think that was an argument I've heard. The banks get one and a half percent. Then you want to take out a loan? Let's say it's one and a half percent interest. Uh, somebody asked if I have student loans. Not anymore, so they're gone. Got to Went to Steven's point. Don't, didn't, didn't need to do that. Don't care that somebody else is getting their student loans forgiven either. Uh, it's kind of how society works. Um, let's see here. It's another text said, the GI bill is your education paid for. I have an interest rate from federal of seven, eight, nine, and 10%. So the federal, federal interest rate is apparently between seven and 10% which sounds like a lot. If you ask me, I have a car loan out. It's definitely not anywhere near 7%, the lowest of those. Um, but all right, we'll go, we'll go back to the phones real quick. Caller. Who's this?
5: Hey, so I had a question. You just said that uh, nobody disputed uh, money given out for the, what the three P's and whatever.
1: Well the, the people that are shut
5: them down,
1: the people that are arguing that we shouldn't be giving money to uh, people with student loan debt are not arguing that we shouldn't be giving money to uh the PPP loan. We shouldn't forgive the PPP loans. We forgave them completely too. We didn't just take a percentage. We took it all. Goodbye no no PPP loan debt
5: right, but the federal government also shut those small businesses down okay so but- they helped them out by giving them money and forgiving it well. The the student loans, they took those out on their own. So I see that as a difference.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an argument there to be had that uh, student loans, you know, we we granted some 18-year-old a $40,000 student loan, right? Like, does the 18-year-old, is he able to get a, a mortgage at that? So maybe we shouldn't be given student loans at all. But also, maybe we should be trying to educate our population so that they can be, you know, educated. All right. That's all the time I have for today. uw be lacrosse political science professor, Dr. Anthony Chagoski, will be on with me tomorrow. I'm sure he has a take on the student loan forgiveness, but in a political spectrum, does this help or hurt Joe Biden? We'll, we'll talk to him about it tomorrow. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper,
3: host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts.